expecting somebody great, you have to prepare him a supper. Something to eat. Something to have time, a long time to fellowship with the person. You see, when there is food and you are eating, you talk a lot. You have a lot of fellowship. Because the person just comes, okay, okay, there we go. It's like, we didn't enjoy the fellowship. But when there is food, when there is food, it's like time we be the first course, second course, third course, fourth course. Maybe we need television. You have a long time with the person. You know, when there's food, it gives you rest. Isn't it not true? Isn't it not true? If you don't know, we are teaching you young girls who don't know how to receive beloveds. I'm teaching you. Ah. When your beloved is coming to visit you, you have to prepare him a dinner. Say amen. Yes. I'm teaching you because you don't know it. We have to learn. To have fellowship, you have to eat. John chapter 21, verse number 15. This is the scripture Jesus Christ used to propose to Peter. If you don't know, I'm teaching you. Those of you boys who don't know this, this is a scripture you can use to propose to a lady. John chapter 21 verse 15. Bible said what? So when they have died. When they have done what? Died. Eh? Listen to what Jesus Christ said. Jesus says to Simon Peter. What is the next word? Lovest thou me? Even Jesus, <laughs> when he was trying to convince Peter to come and do the work of God for him, he organized dinner for him. And as if they were eating and they were drinking, he looked at Peter and said, Peter, lovest thou me? So young guys who don't know the trick, I'm giving you this a special divine trick of how to win a heart of a lady. Say amen. Take care for a dinner. Okay? No, the, the Bible eyeball to eyeball. Sister. Love it, dummy. That's why people carry the, the, the rings and they go there. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. And then he need that. Hey! Hey! <laughs> Hallelujah. Anyway, that's not the message, please. It's only by the chance. I know a lot of young boys who don't know a lot of things. That's what I'm teaching. Amen. So the Bible says in Luke chapter 14, verse 1. What I'm saying that when you are we want to receive an anointed person. We want to have a fellowship with an anointed person. One of the things, an atmosphere you create is to create an atmosphere of a prepared dinner. A prepared dinner. So in Luke chapter 14 verse 1, watch it, Jesus Christ, and it came to pass that Jesus Christ went where? Into the house of one of the chief Pharisees. 
And what did he go and do there? To preach? No. To eat bread. To eat bread. He went to the house of the Pharisee. To go and do what? To eat bread. The Pharisee. One of the top Pharisees. That is Jesus Christ. Because you see, the Pharisee realized that this great man of God, it is difficult for me to sit down with him and talk. And so the only opportunity is to prepare him a dinner and invite him to come to my house. Hallelujah. Amen. And it was in the eating that he was able to have fellowship with Jesus Christ. And Jesus spoke at length to his life. It was there when they were eating. The Bible said Jesus Christ saw a man who was with dropsy. And he asked them, is it lawful to heal a man in the Sabbath? They, 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 they were quiet. He healed the man. And then from there, he told the people, he saw them, everybody was trying to sit in the top place. He used that location to preach to them that when you are invited to a place, don't sit at the head. Sit at the back so that they invite you to the top. It was dinner. All these things were happening. And then he told the man who invited him, said, next time when you are doing party, don't invite only your big friends. <laughs> Organize and bring poor people along with you. He had to teach him all these things in life. Through dinner. And then as he was eating, somebody told him, that, Ay, shall a blessed will be the one who will eat dinner in the heavens. Oh. And then he came up with that story that we all know, the Anakado story. You see, because we don't read the Bible, so we don't know the, the, the antecedent of some of these things. So the whole book of Luke chapter 14 was all about a dinner. You see what I'm saying? That it was at that dinner that Jesus had time to teach a lot of things. Even the thing he saw as the people were there, he, taught, he preached to them. As the man who was prepared, that he preached to him. And the friend was sitting there, he preached to them. So you could see that at the dinner, he had time to minister to a lot of people. And that is exactly what we are doing. We are organizing a dinner called a convention for our prophet to come so that he can have time to sit down with us and minister to us. It's an atmosphere we have to create. To draw the Lord's anointed to visitors. Because how many of us will go and talk to Bishop Eddie? To fellowship with him. When is he coming to your house? But you see, when we organize a convention like this, like a feast, it's a spiritual feast, we are able to invite an anointed person. And when he comes, he is not only going to speak to myself, He's going to speak to you. He's going to speak to you. He's going to speak to you. Different messages for different people. Everybody is blessed. Just Jesus Christ sitting at that dinner. Everybody was blessed. You'll be blessed from next week here. I mean, this week is your week of your supernatural expectation. Anything you have been expecting God to do for you, this week you shall see the manifestation of the power of God. As we are, we are preparing, we are preparing so that is the first atmosphere we have created for the anointed to be with us is to create an atmosphere of convention. Amen. Are you here or go home? So 
I want you to know that there is we are preparing. Choristers are preparing. Dancing stars are preparing. Adisha uh, are preparing. Everybody is preparing. And the bishop himself is also preparing. And so it is so much as is going into the preparation of the feast. That is why everybody must be part of it. Say amen. So that is the first atmosphere. An atmosphere of preparing a dinner so that we can invite the Lord's anointed to be with us. Say amen for that. Number two atmosphere that we have to create is the atmosphere of inviting more people to the party. Say more people to the party. Every party needs a lot of people to make it successful. Isn't that true? Yes. That is why you see when politicians, a president is coming, or a minister of state is coming, or a presidential candidate is coming to any area, they organize a multitude of people to receive the person. Hallelujah. Because when a king comes and he sees few people, it's a sign that of disrespect for what he is carrying. You don't respect him. When you don't gather to welcome a king into your house, it's a sign that you have not respect for the person you are inviting. Don't honor him. And so in Luke chapter number 14, verse number 16 to 17, you will see that the Bible said, Luke 14, 16, then said he unto him, he was talking, I told you that when he was eating, he had a lot of discussion. And the guy, the Bible said, there was somebody who was sitting by him. And he said, that, hey, Charlie, blessed is the man who eats in heaven. And Jesus gave me this parable. We all know the parable, but we don't know the antecedent of the parable. And the Bible said that when Jesus said unto the man, okay, there was a certain man who made a great supper. Can you see over there? He made what? A great supper. And what happened? When a great supper is made, and he bade many. A great supper must come along with a great multitude of people. So we need to create an atmosphere of a great multitude of people to make the supper successful. Say amen. Hallelujah. And so you and I have a duty to ensure that this room is filled. You didn't say amen because you don't want to do it. Gwagu, Frempon, say amen. Gwagu, di asabeba. Ese Gwagu di nipansoba. Do you know there's a song like that? Gwagu, di asabeba, Gwagu, Frempon, di asabeba, asabeba, asabeba. That's the guy. They used him to sing this song. Amen. So, there is, and we need to create, 
You see, when we say create an atmosphere, it means that we have to deploy all your resources to ensure. Because oh, yeah, party akesia, ofa 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 enkonya akesia, ofa yakesia, bibi yakesia. Because we say the people, some sometimes when you are doing wedding, people do wedding. Sometimes they deceive themselves. Oh, you be 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 be. Wedding now, we say oh, I don't for now, I don't for. So it's important to understand that. We cannot invite such a great man and only to come and there is empty space here. Tell your neighbor, we cannot, we cannot, we won't do that. It's, it, it will be a disgrace. Tell your pastor, it will be a disgrace on my part. As a member of this church, tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor, it will be a disgrace on me, on me. On me, on me, point to yourself. Say, tell the person it is a disgrace on me. Say hey, that bishop will be here, and then the place is not full. It's a disgrace on me as a Christian, as a member of this church. It's a disgrace. Yes, yes, sir. prof, bishop, It's a disgrace on you. You know, sometimes people don't know that you expose your, 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 yourself when you don't prepare for somebody who is say, I'm coming to visit you. You tell the person, you may not say it all, but your, what you hear, he came to see is an advertisement of who you are in his heart, in his mind. You won't say it, but you have already advertised yourself to the person. That is why I'm teaching you this. You have to prepare that the person will leave your presence and say, oh, he, was, he did very well. He planned it well. It's a sign of a certain honor and respect for me. There's a difference between a, a, an unannounced visit. That unannounced, yeah, you didn't plan. You didn't, call, you didn't know. The, before you know, the person had your gate. And then they had your fault. But not what the, what the person has told you that on the 24th, 25th, and 26th, I am coming to your house. Then knowing that based upon who he thinks you are, and then he comes and see that you didn't make provision for food. You didn't make provision for chairs. You didn't make provision for water. You didn't make provision. And the question is, what kind of person are you? Are you? Because remember, the respect I have for you, I'm going to reduce it. Because you have advertised to me that you are not a worthy person to visit. May God cause this thing to pass over us. May Bishop come and see a full crowd that we have prepared. It's an atmosphere. We are going to work hard to fill the place. The big many to fill the place. Hallelujah. We are going to beat a lot of people to bring come fill this place. As our as a, as a, as a preparation towards receiving the anointed. Amen. If I tell you, Pastor Dada, you know, that I'm visiting your house. And then I come to your house now. You're saying anything. No. But by the time I leave your house, I say, you, you, I will never visit you again. 
Oh yes. Because one, you didn't even oh, so you tell oh, so is it today that you say you are coming? You don't deserve my visitation. Say amen. I'm teaching you this. When somebody tells you that I'm coming to visit you, you have to prepare. If they say your table is not nice, change it. If the cup you use to give the visitors are bad, buy a new cup, a new glass for the sake of the person who is coming as a sign that you have honor and respect for him. That's why some of you, when your beloved visit you, the day they visit you, that day you know, he changes his mind towards you. Oh, yes. The day overall, them see a one, two, three, four, was it? Remember, we mean what did they do? Because why you be beer basa? But we should not, we will not do anything basa here. We are going to bid many. You know, the, the glory of a king is the multitude of his people. That is why we are saying that we are going to mobilize a lot of people. As a sign of preparing an atmosphere we are creating to receive the Lord's anointed. Say amen. Number three. Number three. Is the atmosphere of, you call it, zero tolerance. Zero tolerance for personal excuses. Zero. Zero tolerance for personal excuses during the feast. <laughs> Zero tolerance for personal excuse for the purpose of the feast. The Bible said that then said unto he bade many, but verse 17, watch it. Verse 17. And he sent his servant at the supper time. Can you imagine? Can you get it? Supper time. Someone says supper time. Say supper time. At the supper time, he sent his people to go. And all of them, that the food is ready. Food is ready. Watch the next verse. What happened? And they, verse 18, with one consent, began to make excuse. Began to do what? Dinner time. And I will make an excuse. What shall I know what we are near? Yet you did come home so bad. You didn't be. Now, yeah, yeah, you are near. We are baby. And I'll catch them. I say, if I told Reverend Wednesday, dear, mean to me, man. Yeah, yeah, you are near. We know. And I'll catch them and say, say that they all said, the first one said, I have bought a piece of ground. I must go and see it. I pray thee, Reverend, I can't come for the convention. Have me excuse. Supper time. Supper time. It's a supper time. What can you I feel you now want to coin. Wednesday, Thursday, I have convention. I have a convention. And so as you excuse you, I'm telling you that there's zero tolerance for personal excuse. Say amen. 
you, you can bring your personal you you well you when your, your 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 personal excuse will stop all of us our program we have done. Who you who excuse? Miss Miss we have who excuse? No 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 no. Tell your neighbor we will not tolerate your personal excuse. Tell the person even me I will not tolerate your personal excuse. Me I will not. I refuse to take your personal excuse. At supper time. At supper time. At supper time. Listen. Last Wednesday, now midweek service at headquarters is Wednesday. And then branches is on Thursday. Last Wednesday, Bishop himself has announced that he is not going to have riverside service at the headquarters. The riverside service will take place. At Ashalibuchi. You are not even excited. Look at you. Even this morning, I hear as he was preaching there. No, 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 no. We are serious. Tell her, number, we are serious. Tell the person we are very serious. Because see how Bishop himself has cancelled his program. I'm, I'm serious. As you are looking at him, you see them. He himself has announced, he announced on Wednesday today, he has announced to the whole world. That he is coming to Ashalibotre on Wednesday to come and preach. And then Abena, you will send a message to me. The reverend, I have a meeting, board meeting, so I have to be a secretary. Hey! We should accept your personal excuse and destroy what we have decided. We cannot tolerate that. Tell them, but we can't tolerate that. We cannot accept your excuse. It's a zero tolerance. Any chorister who doesn't come for this prayer, you have sacked yourself. I'm telling you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We are serious. We are not joking at all. Maris, are you watching me? Watch me carefully. I will sack you from being a chorister, a leader. I'm telling you, if you don't come. A supper time. A supper time. That is what you are going to give us excuse. Serotoralize. Am I preaching something bad? Remember, can I preach something bad? At the supper time, it's when you are coming to give me excuse. No, 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 no. Zero tolerance. Zero, zero, zero. Tell you about zero tolerance for your personal excuse. We won't allow you for anything. You have to change your plan. Change it. Even if you are going to be sick, tell sickness that please wait for me. When I finish the conversation, you can come to me because this conversation, I must be there. I must be there. Hallelujah. It's a full house convention. Because Bishop himself has canceled his program and he's coming here with his team of people. Now what catch there and say? Minti mima. Eko hema sasi. Ana juaye ni na yebe di da na oko hema sasi. Wan ya tembiyan ko hema sasi. Wan ya tembiyan ko yo business. Is it the supper time now? Yes, yano. And I will come my excuse. Don't try us. We are gentle people, but on Wednesday we will be wild. 
Jesus Christ was a, was a, was a lamp of God. But by the time we go to Revelation, he has turned into a lion of Judah. I will tend to be a lion of Judah. Watching those who came and those who didn't come. Hallelujah, somebody. Lift up your hands and give this other shh. And another, see, listen, listen. When somebody starts giving an excuse, you will give acceptance. Another person also comes with an excuse. That is what it is. When I accept cook and use excuse, the next time you belong to also say, Oh, Reverend, me too. And this one said, Me too. What did me too, me too, me too? And another also said, I bought five oxen, yokes of oxen. I, me, 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 I, I go and expect it. So have me also excuse. Supper time. Verse 20. And another person also said, Me, I am Evans Queen. I have married my wife. <laughs> so I can come. <laughs> Share, brother. Don't try us with your honorable. Supper time. You are telling her that it is that time that you want to have honeymoon with your wife. How long does it take for a supper time? Only three days spent. Six, seven days in a week. The whole month of May is only three out of 20, 20, 31 days. Now listen, this statement, tell anybody about this statement. I cannot come. We don't want to hear it from anybody. We don't want to tell anybody. I don't want to hear this word. I cannot come from you. I cannot come. Tell the person, are you coming or you are not coming? Ask the person, are you coming or you are not coming? And demand answer from the person. He cannot say, I cannot come. As a person by you, are you coming or you are not coming? And expect him that he will not say, I cannot come. He has to come. Are you coming or you are not coming? You have to come. You have to come. You must come. <laughs> Papa, are you coming or you are not coming? You have to come. Because you are not taking anywhere say, I cannot come. Hey, Reverend, you know. Why I live is very far place. Look, we are all living at a very far place, but we are coming. Say amen. Doctor Tulik, are you coming or you are not coming? You have to come. You, you will do your best. You are coming three days all the nights. You are coming. It's a zero tolerance for personal excuse. Clap your hands to the Lord. Are you coming? You have to come. Are you coming? Are you coming? Benedict, you are coming. Are you coming? You are, you are in mercy. Come. Rich K. Are you coming? You have to come. Ah. Abafo, are you coming? 
You have to come. Don't try us. It's a zero tolerance for personal excuse. Wow. Clap your hands to the Lord. We are, it's an atmosphere. It's an atmosphere. Atmosphere. That receive the Lord's anointing. Number one is what? Organize a feast. Number two is what? Inviting all. Great number of people. Number three is what? Zero tolerance. Number four is what I call strategic complementary plans. <laughs> strategic complementary plans. Plan B. <laughs> because you can say, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Still, some people are so stubborn they will never come. Still. So we have to put plan B also in, in place. And what is the plan B? And verse 21. So the servant came and showed this Lord these things. Then the master of the house being angry. You know what it means then? It's very painful that when you are a senior pastor and you organize a convention and the people don't come. You don't annoy your pastor anything more than your failure not to come. I want you to know. If you didn't know, I'm telling you. If you don't know, I'm telling you. He said, the master was angry because the people he trusted to come and help him to show honor, they failed to come. He became angry. And I'm telling you that I will be very angry at you if you don't come. Before you see my face, after next week, you see my face. You, you see my face has changed. If I meet you, I smile, I mean that I know you were there. But if I meet you, I scream my face. I'm telling you that I'm annoyed with you. According to scripture, it's not because of me. According to the scripture, then the master of the house, I am the master of the house. I am organizing the party and I'm expecting you to come because I've invited a bishop to come and be a blessing to you and you fail to come. I will be very angry at you. When you start giving personal excuses, I will be angry. Paula, I will be very angry at you if you don't come because of your personal excuse. And the master of the house being being what? Angry. I know you have a funeral. But you have to go. Where are you going? Before you go, maybe let me bless you. Before you go. Your funeral is on Saturday. <laughs> but at least you have to be one of the days before you go. Because it's zero tolerance. You need a certification before you can go. <laughs> so the servant came and the master of the house, being angry, said to his servants, go out quickly to the streets and to the lanes of the city and bring in. Bring what? In. We are looking for people to fill in. That's also a plan B. Because some people may not come. Some of our members may not come. The seat you are sitting, you will not come and sit on it. Some of you will not come and sit in the same seat. So we have to also come with a plan B. 
of how to get a replacement if you don't come. And that is why I said, we are going to the streets. We are going to the light lanes. And anybody we find, we are bringing to the church. So Wednesday there, Jack, let's put our plan B at work. Amen. Assuming that your next quarry staff will not be there, find somebody to be here to replace the person. Replace the person. Because even headquarters, I see they have sent a program to my wife as to what is they are expecting for. No, it's a very serious thing. That's what I'm what, See, God is speaking to every one of us. He said that, he said that get, we are looking for the street. Everybody has a street in front of you. Joyce, don't you have a street in front of your house? Yes, and there are many people who pass in front of that street. So you are standing there and giving them the handout. Say that, I invite you. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we are having a special service. The person may go to Roman, he go to this, it's a, it's a midweek, it's a numerate. For a special feast. That's all. He should just come and eat and go back to his church. He can just go back. But the bottom line, we must, somebody must come and eat what has been prepared. You know, sometimes, even some people that you invite to church, eh, by one encounter, it changes them, even the kind of church they attend. I was not a lighthouse person. I was working with Bishop Bishop uh, Steve Asari. Some many years ago in KPMG, we were all training accountants. So I was working with KPMG. And he invited me. That, oh, he has a nice church. And I, he won't invite. I was a Christian. I was also going to church. And he just invited me. Oh, there's this program I want you to attend. And I said, oh, for what? Christian program there. It's nice. Sometimes it's even better to go and eat from your uncle's house than your mother's house because you will be eating your mother's house for long. You understand? And when I went, and then I, I, I enjoyed the fellow. That time, the lighthouse was in a medical school canteen. Canteen this. Just went there. I just visited him. I just responded to his invitation. A friend in office, he invited me. And I want to show respect to that friends. And so I said, oh, I'll come. It was even Sunday, not even midweek service. I visited. So if one Sunday, the person come to your church for a fellowship, he says, oh, that, that is it. Later, many years after, I relocated from East Legon. I was saved my uncle. I had mature. I want to set up my life. And I was looking for accommodation. And I didn't find accommodation anywhere than Kolegono. My uncle was annoyed with me that, ah, now if East Legon, now we'll try to now we'll try call it Choco Janshin. We were the pioneers at East Legon. When we came to East Legon, it was Osafo, 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 what's the name? Osafo, what do, where do you have the, Turkey, Turkey, Turkish, Turkish restaurant. Uh, that building, where Ecobank building is, it was Safwadu's house and some few others. All these places were bush. But you see, after some time, I had to leave East Legon and find my life. And then I found myself in Kolegono. And then I asked, oh, when I was, I remember there was a certain church, it be called Lighthouse. They used to be in the canteen days. Where are they? They say, oh, now that I have found they have a colleague on cathedral. That's a colleague cathedral. And I said, when I visited the church, I was blessed by the message. And so I want to see the pastor and go back to the ch- that church and see. And then when I went to that church, I was happy and I said, I, I will stay here. But you see, the foundation of my being pastor today is because of somebody invited me. 
And that is why I'm challenging every one of you that this occasion, invite somebody, he may be in the church. Don't forget about it. Because some places that you are a church member, you're only there for preparing yourself for somebody, some, some other place. And when I came to that lighthouse, at this year that I came to find myself and I started doing the work of God, and it's in the church I found my wife. It's in the church I found my life. It's in the church I've been trained as a pastor. It's in the church today I am a reverend minister. And by the grace of God, I have been one of the top-notch pastors of lay pastors worldwide. How did I become all this? Because somebody one day invited me to lighthouse. That is why I believe that some, somebody that you are going to invite, eh, one day you see that the person will become more lighthouse than even you who are being here. It's an opportunity. Bring. And let's feel. So, the atmosphere of what? Gathering. Atmosphere of gathering. Bringing people from the streets. You don't know them from anywhere. They are not your church members. They are what you call maim, poor. Needy, ordinary people. disappointed. Bishop. Bishop is one of the people who can soothe the heart of people. Oh, I know the man who is coming. I know the prophet who is coming. He knows how to preach and add more humor into preaching. By the time Bishop is done with you for three days, you see that every pain in your heart has been taken away. Every burden on your head has been lifted up. Every challenge of your time, of your life has been removed. Come and experience the anointed who is coming to be with us for these three days. Hallelujah. So, atmosphere of what? Second strategic complementary plan is to gather from outside the normal people we know. The streets, the maim, the poor, the needy. Find them, they are always around us. They are always around us. Number five. Number five is the atmosphere of taking advantage of the arrival of the Lord's anointed not be blessed alone, but to bring all your friends along. Atmosphere of gathering. You know, the Bible says in, in, in Acts chapter number 10, Acts chapter 10, Cornelius was a man who God revealed to him that he should invite Peter to come and have a convention with him. And so, when Cornelius sent people to Joppa to look for Peter, the Bible says in Acts chapter 10, verse number 24, watch it. Acts 10, 24. In the morrow after they had entered into Caesarea, Peter has moved from Jerusalem. That bishop is moving from Macarius headquarters. And he's coming to where Cornelius is. And Cornelius was living in a place called Caesarea. Caesarea Philippi. Have you heard that thing? Where Jesus Christ told Peter that, who am I? Caesarea Philippi. So, if you go to Israel, that, one, that place is by the beach side. It's a beach. It's a beach city. You'll be there. Hallelujah. I've been there, so you too, you'll be there very soon. So, Caesarea, where this guy was not a Christian. He was not a Jew. 
He was a Roman army officer. But he gave himself to fasting and prayer. And God revealed to him that he should send men to Joppa and bring a guy called Peter. That was a bring a, a prophet. Bring a man of God. I've anointed him. When he come to your house, he will teach you something. Into your house. So when Cornelius realized that Peter, who had followed Jesus Christ. And remember, when we see Bishop Eddie, he's like Peter. He is the one who has followed Bishop Dark all these years from the beginning. So another kind of Peter is coming to us. Hallelujah. So you see, the Bible said that when they saw that Peter was coming to his house, watch what happened. Verse 24. That Cornelius waited for them. He did what? He waited. He was in high expectation of the arrival of Peter into his house. He didn't do it alone. No. He called together his kinsmen and his near friends. Can, can, can you see it? See, when, I was, when they were expecting somebody great, you can see that what the person is bringing is more than you can carry. That is why you want as many people who are connected to you to be part of it. Amen. Hallelujah. And so I want to challenge everybody who is here. You must bring your wife. You must bring your children. You must bring your mother-in-law, your father-in-law, if they are staying with you. Anybody who is around you must be here. Because the anointing that is coming is not for you alone. Are you here of God? You see, Bible is a book that guides us as to what to do. So if Cornelius, after God has revealed to him that invites Peter to come, he said, no. This man who is coming is not a small person. Definitely something is on him. And I don't want to be blessed alone. Rich kid, you understand? You cannot be in this convention and your wife is not here with you. That your children are not here with you. It cannot be because it means that you don't understand what is happening here. You want people who are close to you to also benefit. Benefit. Fully. That whatever you catch, they must also catch it. Are you here of God? See, it's an atmosphere. See, if you don't know this, you won't create that atmosphere. Is a, you create it. You have to make a conscious effort to create an atmosphere. And the deliberate work to do. That if I am coming, my friends must also be here. My roommate must also be here. My co-workers must also be here. Because after all, I'm not asking the person to leave his church. It's just an atmosphere to receive the Lord's anointed. And I believe that what this man is bringing is so great that I want my friends, my brothers, my sister, my uncle, my wife, my children, my everybody who is near. His kinsmen and his near friends. Everybody is bringing your near friends. I say your near friend. Force your, your workers and tell them that. Your colleagues in the office, I want to. It's a special invitation. It's a special invitation. We are doing it both for this convention this week and then next week, Sunday. Next week, Sunday. They should, the same people should come along with you as we go to the headquarters. Because, see, when you experience something which is great, you don't want to enjoy it alone. Isn't it not true? It's true. And I believe that when you bring your friends, when you bring your wife, when you bring your children. Now watch what happened in Acts chapter 10, verse number 44. 
Acts 10 44. When Cornelius gathered his friends and his family, as Bible said, as Peter was speaking, as Peter was speaking, as Peter was speaking and speaking and preaching and teaching and preaching and teaching, suddenly the Holy Ghost came from heaven. The Holy Ghost came from heaven. Why Paul yes speak? The Holy Ghost fell upon everybody who was in the room. Everybody. Not only Cornelius. But his friends were blessed. His children were blessed. His wife was blessed. Everybody was blessed. You know, one of the things I've come to know in Christianity is that if you go to a church and your wife will go to another church and there's trouble in the family, in the marriage, it's difficult to solve it. You know why? Because your wife has a, his, a pastor and you also have your pastor. Sometimes, if maybe you were here, your wife were here, the teaching I'm teaching you, you don't need to, you, you will not even need to go and talk to her. The teaching will change her mind. But you see, if she's not here, you have heard it. When you go home and you try to tell him what your pastor has told you, she will also tell you about what her pastor also has told her. So you see confusion in the house. Even though you saw we, all go, we all go to church. We all go to church. It's true, we all go to church. But the teachings you are receiving is different from the teachings your husband is receiving in where he's going. He said, my husband said he's a Roma. So he's a Roma, not a worker. But I said, the Roma, any will like that. Who is blessed? Who is blessed in his life? Sometimes you have to see where the blessing is. And you see where the spirit is. And say that it is true. I am ahead. But I can see that since you joined this church, there has been advancement in your life. I want to join you. You know, if you don't, it's not straight. Eddie Fabian was a pastor of another church. His wife brought him to Lighthouse. Today he's a bishop. If he were in that church, he wouldn't be a bishop by now. Kofio Pata. When he was coming to marry our church, the pastor told them that, oh, I am sorry that we are taking your daughter away. The doctor said that I am bringing, taking your, my husband from your church. Today, Kofi Opata is a bishop in charge of Nigeria. If you were in his former church. So sometimes, even as a husband or a wife, you have to look at who is carrying the anointing. And where is he getting it from? Because the Bible said that he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters. A water, a, a planting of a water is different from the one that's planted by the wilderness. Oh, yes. You see, some of us, we are blessed because we are in this church. Our blessings is because of in this church. The teachings we receive. The people who don't come to our church, we may be siblings, but you see the difference. Because depending upon where you are planted, your fruitfulness does depend upon that. A sower went to sow seed, though. the same quality of seeds, the same quality of sower, but the quality, the, the productivity depended upon the ground that each one fell. Don't say that we are all Christians. We all go to church. It's not true. I don't know. School better not call But I can say LA primary school B. And now back to school B. Why are you looking for Montessori for your child today? Because you have realized that the foundations of the baby is different. 
Don't say that, oh, it's my grandmother's church, my father's church, my one one church. So that in our family, this is the church we go. The anointing over that church has reduced, it is zero by now. There's a place where anointing is flowing. You locate it, you really press yourself, and then you begin to experience the blessings of the Lord. Hallelujah. So don't allow your wife to go to a church where you are not there. Or your husband. When you know that this church that you have been going, you are still a womanizer, you are still a drunkard, you are still this. I can't you see that since I joined this church, my life has changed towards you. My attitude has changed towards you. I don't get angry by heart. You should know that I, I'm in a good church. And the teachings I receive is the reason why I leave this one. Are you here go home? That is why if you're a man, be like Abraham. God said to Abraham, Genesis chapter 18, verse 19. He said, I know Abraham that he will command his family after me. If you're a man, you are looking for Abrahamic blessings. You have to learn how to command your family to serve the God you serve. I cannot wake up in the morning. I'm coming to have opening morning prayer and my wife is sleeping. No. Yesterday, as we come, my son said he's too much. I said, sit in the car. You, your stomach pain, your stomach pain. We are going to pray. Yes. No, no, no. We have to understand spiritual things. Sorrow tolerance for excuses. That's why we can't see certain prosperity. I and the children whom the Lord has given unto me are for signs and wonders. Blessings come in a certain form. So gather your friends, the family one. This convention, if you come without your wife and your children, I'll be angry at you. Because like you don't understand what we are talking about. Say amen for that. Everybody, your, your children's homework, they should come and do it in the church. They should come and do it in the church. Say amen for that. Say amen for that. The last one, and then we close. The last one atmosphere that we are creating for to receive the Lord's anointed. Are you enjoying it? Do not miss do not miss the hour of thy visitation. Tell your neighbor, do not miss the hour of visitation. Luke chapter 19 verse 41 to 44. We read it, we are done. Luke 19, 41. Luke 19, 41. The Bible said that, and when he was come nigh, Jesus Christ had come to Jerusalem to bless them. And when he came near, when he came to the place, what he saw was different from what he was expecting. What is on the screen? I can't see. Something is on it. This one. Okay, so when he came, the Bible says, he beheld the city and he wept over it. See, one of the things about anointed people is that when they see certain things that is not spiritually stirring, they, they cry within their heart. There's a message I have called, why the anointed weep? Sometimes anointed people weep. Because of some serious spiritual implication that the person that they had come to they don't know. When Elisha saw Hazel, I was say he started weeping. But he said, This guy, the future ahead of you is too wild. 
and he wept over the city. Why did Jesus weep? Read it. Saying that if thou had known, even thou, at least at this thy day, there is a particular day, one particular day, an hour, that all your labor that you have labored in God, God is about to do something for you. You have been in church for all day. But there's one particular day that God has sent an angel to bless you. Imagine the day that angel was coming to Mary. To come and pronounce that Mary, you are found favor in the sight of God. That day, on that day, he decided to fornicate. That particular day. For all her years, she had never given to anybody who was putting pressure on her. But on that particular day when the angel was coming, it was an hour he has given herself for a certain foolish boy. The angel will cry. The angel will cry. That, ah, why, why your quarry start? And I've been sent to bring you a blessing. And the mebano. First lady, mebano. Now the gumiso. Wada. Jesus said that in this die days, please we are closing. He's, he's cried because he said that if only thou had known, even thou, at least, at least this day, at least these three days, the things which belong to thy, unto thy peace, but now they are hid from thy eyes. The day that I was about to bless you, you didn't come. Oh, Reverend, remember Wednesday. Now, for Thursday, the mean name of last day, no. And come out trying them. I said, my back are Maybe that Thursday, now one man, no. That is the day of the visitation. You know, one day, my wife, when I saw her, when I was trying to win her, she was telling, darling, dilly, darling, darling. So we went for a service. She used to go for first service, second service, third service. So in the first service, and I think second service, the bishop was preaching a message, and we don't know where the message came from. Then he said that, if a man meet you, you want to marry, you want to marry you now. I don't know where that thing came from. Because he was not preaching about marriage. But you see, it was an hour of her visitation. So when we close, we are going to see bishop. And the bishop said, you got to introduce me that I have seen this young man who has expressed interest in me and all kind of thing. But the way he's putting pressure on me, you know, I said, you should wait, but he said, no. So what do you think? Then Bishop said, oh, when I was preaching, did you remember I made this statement? He said, yes, that's a sign of a man who wants to marry you. So I said, see, it was an hour. It was just a statement. It was just a statement. But maybe if you had not come to church that day, maybe we wouldn't be married today. But she has been coming to church every day. So I know that you have been coming to church. You have been coming for conventions. As for convention in this place, oh, oh, yeah, bah, bah, bah. Reverend, uh, Reverend, but I beg you. I beg you. I'm begging you. I'm begging. Hey, sister, are you the one? Ah, long time. <laughs> that the old people are coming to the church, but clap your hand for the Lord. Wow. This man, daughter, he left me many years ago, but the God has brought him. How many remember that the prayers we are praying are working in? The prayers are working. 
God is gathering all the outcasts of Israel. They are coming home. Wow. So he said that if only thou had known the hour of thy visitation. And he said, for the days shall come upon thee that thy enemies one more master watching and Kadana Bayer with someone that changed your story and Awama and to one more coin said, Among Kosun That's what Jesus started crying. He was crying. Cry, you have been a quarrister for long. At the time I'm about to bless you, that day you will refuse to come to church. If only you are, I said, he said, the fear that your enemies are planning against you. They are coming to destroy you because they are about to make you give up your faith in Christ. So I was, I was being sent as an angel to come and rescue you from this particular day. But at the day when I came, he said, for the day shall come upon thee that thy enemies shall cast a trench about you, compass round about thee, and keep you in every side, eh? and shall lay thee even with the ground and thy children with thee. And they shall not leave thee in this. They shall not be left in you one stone upon the another. Why? Because. 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 That newest not the time of your visitation. I beg you. I'm begging you. If you want me to kneel down, I will kneel down for you. I beg you. I beg you. For these three days of convention. For these three days of convention. This is the last message I'm telling you. Don't lose the time of that visitation. I know the man who is coming. I know what God has put in him. I know what is about to pour upon us. And I don't want you to lose even one second of the message that will flow out of his mouth. I'm leading that to beg you. Stop and rearrange your timing and ensure that these three days, these three days, these three days, seven o'clock, you are seated here to wait for your hour of visitation. Lift up your hands and begin to praise the Lord. May I not lose my time of visitation. I don't want to lose this time. I don't want to lose my time. Lord, I've served you for long. I've waited on you for long. Maybe this is the hour of my visitation. I don't want to lose it. 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 Anything that will make me to be partaker of this feast, Lord. Help me, Lord. Give me the grace to be here, to experience, pray, call upon God to help you to be fully represented. For your children must be represented. Your wife must be represented. Your near friends must be represented. To receive the outpouring, the outpouring, the outpouring, that is an outpouring of the Lord, of his anointed. As he said, it's Peter. He's going to speak unto us. The words from his mouth is going to make a difference in your life. Pray that you will not be an outcast and you will not lose the hour of that visitation. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Change my heart and let me be consecrated, Lord, to thee.
help me to wait on you. Help me to wait on you. For they that wait upon the Lord renew their strength. Let my strength be renewed. For these three days, let me experience something, oh Lord. Let's meet my hour of visitation. Help me to be a full beneficiary of this convention. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. As every head is bowed, every eye closed. Maybe somebody invited you to church. But you don't know Jesus as your savior. Today God is calling you. My daughter, my son, you can reconcile. I want to receive you because only me can make a difference in your life. There are enemies that are planning against you. But I want to, today, some of you, today is your hour of visitation. The Lord is about to call you out of what enemy has planned against you. Don't go from here without giving your life to Christ. For the enemies are waiting to destroy. As every head is bowed and every eye closed. You want to give your life to Christ. Lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. Your right hand up above your head. You want to give your life to Christ. Lift it high above your head. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Don't be ashamed. Lift it high. Sister, lift it high. Lift it high. Yes. Lift your hand up. God bless you. God bless you. Come. Come to me. Come. Your hand is up. Come. Let me pray for you. Come. Young man. Come. Come. Yes. Come. Come. Come and give your love to Christ. Come. This is how we did it. When we were young, we gave our love to Christ. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. He is going to make a difference in your life. A difference. Stand here. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Now listen. Maybe you used to be a serious Christian, but you know that you are backslided. You know it. You yourself, you know that Jack. Maybe you are doing there. God say yes, my son, my daughter. I want to reconcile you. I'm not going to impute your trespasses against you anymore. I want you to be reconciled. Come. You want to re reconcile your, your, your life to Christ again. Come. I'm waiting for you. Don't be ashamed. It's for your good. Because remember, your enemies are waiting to destroy. But you want to reconnect to your God so that the fire of your fellowship will begin to burn. In the presence of the Lord. Say this after me, congregation. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for today. I know I'm a sinner. I've done so many bad things with my life and my body. Please forgive me and wash away all my sins with your precious blood. For you, your blood is able to save and to cleanse from all unrighteousness. From today, I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that Jesus, you are the only savior of the world. You came to save sinners and I'm one of the sinners you have saved. Thank you for receiving me. Say, please write my name. Say, my name is, mention your name to Jesus Christ. My name is Romeo Sian Mensa. Jesus, please write this name in your book of life. From today, count me as a child of God and let all your blessings that you give to all your children 
let it also come upon me. Especially the gift of the Holy Spirit so that I can live a life that is pleasing to you. Say, Jesus, use me to do mighty works for you in my lifetime. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, bless this one. Let there be an establishment. It's not only coming, but let there be establishment. This may be planted. Yes. Planted by the rivers. Planted. These are planted, oh Lord, in your house. Let them flourish. Let them experience divine flourishing. And they have come to be planted in you. In Jesus' name. Amen.